watching your one piece. We are! Hi everyone, welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece. One Piece first time watch podcast, because we can't see into the future. We don't have observation hockey that trained that well. I wish we did. That'd be cool if I could like see what episode, I don't know, 1095 was going to be. I mean, you could. It's called reading the manga. It's called <laughs> yeah, reading, just read 15 chapters of manga. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Just read ahead 15 chapters. Yeah. However, <laughs> that's the closest. We, it has been discussed that you can't read, but I I read a little bit of the manga every now and then to, to somewhat preserve the, <laughs> the rewatch <baseline>. dynamic. <laughs> But it it is difficult now that we're caught up. It's like, you know, we're mostly in the same boat. I know some things, but I'm also scared about it. It's weekly chapters, and uh, I think there's much to be scared about in, uh, in a good way in weekly episodes. But hello. Uh, we never introduce ourselves on this podcast, but my name's Joe, if you're somehow joining us now. <laughs> that's true. I'm the only jewelry. That's true. There's only one. And if uh, the only you can you can support us on Patreon and get us to say your name is Dory, but you're lying, and we know you're lying. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fraud. Once once uh, we make start making the big podcast dollars, my lawyers will be coming. <laughs> as soon as we have, as soon as we can afford a lawyer, you're screwed. <laughs> as soon as I get the fifty four kabillion dollar deal that Joe Rogan got, uh, you're done. Yeah, when we're <laughs> Spotify exclusive or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy that that happened <laughs> podcasting is such a stupid industry anyway stick yeah, around for our ad break in this episode <laughs> me me getting downvoted on reddit every time i tell someone with no previously existing audience no you don't need to spend tons of money on cameras and expensive microphones and uh editing software and rent out a studio you're yeah. you're fine just like get a yeti mic and learn audacity for now yeah, the headset. And, and like, just and I just get downvoted. It's like I get it. You're uh you're 27, have some expendable money, and you think I'm gonna get into a hobby. I'm gonna do it right. No, I'm saving. I'm I'm make I'm helping you actually by telling you you don't have to try that hard. Every every hobby sub community is like this though, where it's like if you really care about what you're doing, you have to get the right equipment for it. Here's the entry beginner stuff is three thousand dollars. <laughs> I haven't listened to uh, the new, what the uh, fucking, Brian something, what's his last name? Because he used to do a, a politics podcast that I liked, but uh, he does, now he does a podcast just about guys, different types of guys. Cool. <laughs> and I know that, like, I still follow him on Twitter, uh, so it's like audiophile guys, where it's like people are buying like $3,000 cables. With, yes, because uh, they work. They make a ma- difference. <laughs> magic pebbles taped yes. to them. Mm-hmm. It and it's just difference. like any any hobby has guys like that it's wild i see some of it on reddit with like biking guys and i'm just like i'm no i'm buying a 200 dollars used bike because i have to get somewhere i'm not nope, uh nope. you need this I don't 5k care if I'm... uh body that it weighs two ounces but if you get hit by a car it'll fuck the car up more then yeah. it'll fuck you up. Max arrow and also indestructible. And then like, no, actually the thing is like most of those like high-end bikes, if you crash once, it's basically useless. <laughs> That's like the problem with, with uh, that stuff. Um, among the inaccessible price point, I guess. But, you know, old people need hobbies with the money that isn't trickling down. It's fine. It's, it's, it's fine, I say. Applying clown makeup and but it's fine. It, it, it's just, eventually, if I apply enough clown makeup, I'll become one of the four emperors. To <laughs> That's say, as true. I t- transition to uh, talking <laughs> about One Piece. I mean, 
I'm not surprised that you were right on the money because, like, obviously it should be buggy, but... Uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, to skip ahead, Killer says after Kid runs off, makes sense they'd make him one of the Emperors. And you sp- you probably think, oh, Luffy. No, nah, I bet he's talking about Buggy. He's like, oh, yes, the clown. That makes sense. We all respect and fear <laughs> and love. Yeah. Killer. Is- well, now that Killer can only laugh, he understands the true tragedy of a clown. Mm-hmm. Of, the, of the happy face clown. Yeah. The killer <laughs> goes to the doctor for his laugh. <laughs> the great genius jester Buggy is in town. <laughs> There's no punchline to this because I've established they're two separate characters. <laughs> yeah. What if Killer took off his helmet and he was buggy the whole time? No, how, how <laughs> fucked up would that be? We've never seen them in the same place he's, at the same living, time. He's living a double life. We have seen we have seen Killer without his helmet on because he was uh, Kamazo, but he was still wrapped up. That was the thing. He was, he was wrapped up, and what if the plot reveal is that actually it is Killer and the nose does come off? That's the secret, is that he takes off the nose and the makeup, and he just looks like Killer, and then he puts on a helmet. That'd be awesome. That would be the dumbest shit in the world. <laughs> but, bit stands. Anyways, yes, we will talk about, there's not really much about the new Emperors yet. It's just like, I love that Buggy's the first one they name. <laughs> they don't yeah. start with Blackbeard and Shanks. <laughs> Buggy should, I mean, you gotta have Luffy be the last one, but. Yeah. Buggy it should w- be the third one. <laughs> yeah. It is interesting that like now Blackbeard was on Whitebeard's crew. Buggy and Shanks were both on Roger's crew. Luffy's just a little boy. How'd he get here? And then I guess the, the old era would have been Kaido and Big Mom being both on Roxas' crew, which yeah. I guess so was Whitebeard. So there's like this, this multi-generational stepping stones here. But Luffy's just a funny little guy. He doesn't even care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, really interesting choice also, I guess, while we're on the subject, that all three of them, like Luffy is, is like, oh, he's definitely the emperor, but he has the same bounty as Law and Kid, which I think is interesting. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised that the, he didn't get it a little bit higher, but I, I don't know. That's probably like a power scaler derogatory <laughs> consolation where it's like, we don't want people to like argue <laughs> about it. I saw it, and I think even though it's definitely not in the text, and it definitely won't be brought up this way, I'm seeing it as the world government knows those guys are going to be competitive. So when they all have the same bounty, they're going to like try and fuck each other up so they can uh, so they can get the higher bounty. It's mind games from the government. Kid does kind of try to do that, but he <laughs> when he jumps at Luffy, he's like, "Oh boy, a hug," and he hugs <laughs> Kid. So I don't know that it really is going to work, but. And that's, and that's, you know, we're, we're jumping into basically the end of the episode just because we're talking about the Emperors now and Buggy, but we'll, we'll start back at the beginning and we'll get there. Uh, this is episode 1080. Great resolution on this one, I think. Uh, but there's no recap. You go right into the, the title card. And it starts with the elders being mad about the news. They're like, <laughs> what's this picture? Because Luffy has a new picture as well for his one poster and it's him with the, the white hair laughing. Uh, so they're mad about that. They're like, oh, they also wanted to take the D out. They were like, no, remove the D from his name. Uh, they're trying to control, uh, suppress the news, but Morgan's refuses. He loves the truth. <laughs> Morgan's is so fun. When he was introduced, it's not like I ever really thought about him, but he keeps showing up and being like cool and weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wild to think how long ago he was introduced. I was like, I guess reading things about Whole Cake. I wasn't caught up yet. But I was reading things about Whole Cake 
like 2015. Like that's how long ago <laughs> Morgans <laughs> would have been introduced, uh, or maybe 2016. I don't know, but around there, because I think Whole Cake was just starting the time that I'm thinking of. Uh, oh, the, yeah, su- the summer sense. around which we started podcasting, I think. 2016 is when we started, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, it's 16. Okay, so yeah, the year before. So Hulk Kick maybe was closer to being done by then. It's not a terribly long arc. But anyways, yeah, so they're uh, all getting the three million bounties. That is actually introduced right at the beginning of the episode. Kid is upset about something in the newspaper, which we'll find out that it's the Luffy being one of the Yonko. He runs off. You mentioned Killer being like, yeah, that makes sense. That they would make him the emperor, <laughs> and again, yeah, I'm sure at least talking about Buggy, uh, the, yeah. ge- the genius jester, the ultimate strategy man of being in the right place at the right time with the right e- people e- around him. Everything he has he has done has been perfectly calculated and planned out, and most impo- importantly, intentional. Yes, I, including eating his devil fruit and having a nose. <laughs> I can't wait. I don't know how long it'll be until we actually see how like what he has been doing since the last time we saw him because <laughs> i'm excited for that reveal for you but well i i thought it might have come in this episode but i was wrong uh it'll probably be after we actually leave why not i don't know someone will remind me on the discord i'm sure oh uh, the banquet's gonna happen people are excited about it and the heart pirates in particular are excited about it so they do like a fucking ginyu pose <laughs> all standing up together with it there's this big sequence about the royal chef making this big fancy feast for the Shogun and all of the retainers and everyone there. And then when it's finished, that only Jinbei is the one there. <laughs> it's like, this looks great. But everyone started partying like two hours ago. They couldn't wait for your, your high-quality cuisine. I'm surprised Jinbei doesn't join in the actual party. He stays in the palace the whole time. You know, he's probably, had, being in Big Mom's crew, he's had enough of uh, celebrations. Maybe. I don't, do they celebrate? I feel like that's just Big Mom is eating and everyone's scared. Yeah, that's a celebration, isn't it? For someone, I guess. Because <laughs> there, sh- there should have been one Big Mom character who was really into Vor, and they were like, I hope I'm next. <laughs> just make up a guy, guy who really wants to be in Big Mom's crew for reasons he will not divulge to anyone else. Yeah. You hear that she's having hunger pangs and he just sprints. It's like, no time! <laughs> He keeps reading the news about what Luffy's been up to, and he's like, it should be me! <laughs> that fucking Yu-Gi-Oh clip. <laughs> yeah. It should have been me! Anyways, uh, or, let, or the let me in. There's there's multiple jokes you could make about it. Anyways, we go down to the capital where Luffy is is running around with uh, Chopper and Yamato trying out foods and things from these booths. Everything's free also, which is nice. Luffy's cheating at carnival games. <laughs> Well, I mean, Luffy doesn't know how to use a gun. That's true. It's very, it's a funny yeah, follow-up to him <laughs> punching with the sword in his hand also. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even make that connection. A hundred episodes ago, or however many. Uh, but yeah, so all, all of this casual fun stuff is nice, even if there's not a ton for us to describe and recap. I like the Yamato scenes with uh, the, the... He tries a candy apple in particular was the, was the one scene that started. Um, and then there's the Brooke is going to do a concert with Hiori, and God, I wish we saw it. There should have been a three-minute <laughs> musical sequence of these two. Absolutely, they wasted all their musical budget in um on Queen. Yeah, on, on Queen and in uh Whole Cake with Big Mom. Yeah, that was ages ago. <laughs> they, <laughs> they haven't recovered. Rec- uh, hold a fundraiser. Uh, but also there's we got to get to some plot stuff anyway, because fucking Robin is looking for history. And finds this 
cavern with the poneglyph. Now, we don't actually see her read, in at least in this scene, but there's a doll collection that she insults instead. Because uh, Tengu-san, the guy with the weird mask, comes down here and is like, do you like my doll collection? And she says, <laughs> meh. <laughs> there's, something, there's something else that's huge in this room that I care more about than these dolls. I'm very sorry. It's the nose on his mask. Strange man who surely cannot be uh, anyone important. This reveal is so wild to me. <laughs> Holy fucking shit, yeah, it is. They're like, yeah, I was actually, this is the room that I was trapped in, so all my hobbies are here. And she's like, who are you? And he's like, oh, I'm Odin's dad. (laughs) Don't tell anybody, though. (laughs) I think maybe his retainers have figured it out, but I'm still going to hide in case they don't. Yeah, they're like, does Momo know? And he's like, no, and I'll never tell him. I have too much shame. I couldn't even bring myself to die. Because he was trapped here, and by the time he escaped... Everything had already gone to shit. So he blames himself for Orochi being in power, for uh, getting thrown in a, in a chamber in a, that it was against his will and being impersonated. It's wild. And this is, you know, Oda's gotten brave to give people distinct character designs in different points of time because his entire body shape is different. And he has a giant head now. <laughs> to, to, to the point where I'm like, did you... And I, I, with Wano, I'm like, he probably knew this the whole time. <laughs> but, like, the fact that he just doesn't look anything like he did in the flashbacks is, yeah. uh, you know, it's like, cool, I wouldn't have seen through this. Typically, <laughs> typically you do. But, uh, yeah, so that's wild. There's a scene of him considering killing himself, but he doesn't do it. <laughs> and Robin's like, okay, uh, but anyway, so where's Pluton? I know it's here. <laughs> Yeah. And he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. He he echoes the audience because he reveals he's he's owed huh? dead. And I go, what the fuck is going on? And then she goes, Yeah, in Alabasta, I read that the Pluton is in Wano. I'm like, oh holy fucking shit. So she's known this whole time. <laughs> Which is a, a wild reveal just because of how long ago we would have watched Alabasta. Uh 2002. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> However long ago those chapters or episodes came out that uh cuz she lies at the time she's like no this is just history that's what crocodile is looking for notably is this ancient weapon and she's like nope no information here hee <laughs> hee and then he sh- like shoots her with a gun <laughs> cuz she's i don't know if he's just doing that because she's not useful anymore or cuz he knows she's lying Probably i don't really i think it's remember he, i think it's because he knows that she's full of shit but he can tell that she's not going to give it up so fucking yeah it's like well plan if, b if you know and you won't tell me, then I guess, I guess die. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, and then she lives long enough to save Luffy and join the crew. God bless Murder Mommy. But she, that whole time, was like, she's known where Pluton is. <laughs> uh, which is, uh, I guess, uh, adds a little bit of color to maybe to some of the Inuit Lobby stuff as well. This is also, you know, it, it, there's some of the, the early things where we can be like, there's no way... Oda for sure was cooking that long. What if he just was? What if he just at that time was like, okay, it didn't want. <laughs> I honestly, when you hear stuff like, oh, Skypeo is supposed to be the halfway point, and he's setting up this ancient weapon in, in Alabasta, I think that he probably knew, like, it does say where it is, and maybe he knew that, like, Wano was down the road. Especially, I guess, the other thing is. I don't know how much he thought about it with like, because Ryuma and monsters came first. So maybe mm. he was always thinking about a samurai world. 
that they would eventually go to. You know, Elbaf is mentioned so early. I feel like he did have a lot of, like, big ideas. And Wano was, it was maybe one of them that just took fucking forever to get to. Granted, we haven't met Elbaf yet either. But um, there's a lot of things that haven't happened yet and are now, like, having to f- just happen <laughs> in quick succession. Uh, now that he's like, I gotta end this shit. I gotta get out of here. But yeah, so Pluton is is uh, in Wano. And they, I, I, that's kind of the end of the conversation. They don't explain much more about it yet. There was a long time there was theories that it was like under Alabasta. I don't remember mm. where that comes from. I think I remember hearing that. But I, I, it's been so long also that I've, since this chapter came out and I just kind of knew <laughs> that I've, I've removed the old information <laughs> from my head. So if someone in our Discord wants to remind me where the fuck that came from, <laughs> I would appreciate it. But yeah, so I, I think there's more of this conversation in a future upcoming thing, but I, maybe I'm wrong. I feel like I remember more information about like Wano and, and Pluton, but anyways, we'll see. We cut away to Udon where I don't honestly remember this happening at all in the manga. I'm sure I just blinked or maybe it was a couple panels or something that was that's being expanded upon. I just like my memory of reading manga from like a month ago is so unreliable <laughs> that I should just stop <laughs> even trying. But or because uh, I'm not going to take notes. Rio Kugyu, our new plant Logia Admiral, is going to Udon where apparently all of the strongest surviving uh, animal beast pirates are. All the ones with the unique designs. Yeah, and then, I've, and then some fodder <laughs> to fill in the frame, I guess. Cause, well, Babanuki was on... The, uh, is he just still there as the warden? Like, is he just in charge? It's hard to say. <laughs> I guess it, if the moon passed, maybe he went back to being shitty now that they've... Maybe he didn't choose to stay with Otama. Now that they've explained that power. Mm. I don't know. Queen and King are the main ones that are there, and... But they're not fully recovered. And I, and I think that there's a interesting stuff here going on. But uh, unfortunately, they go to an eye catch first, which means we have to go to a commercial break. Yes, stay tuned for commercial. Gee, Jory, I'm watching all these One Piece characters have a banquet. I sure wish I could have Japanese snacks delivered to my door on a monthly basis. You know what? I've been thinking the same thing, especially with Wano being like based off of like traditional Japan. I would love to have snacks that really embody like that feeling, you know? Yeah, if only if only there was a service. I think there is one. Oh, oh boy. What is it? <laughs> Thanks to Tokyo Treat and Sakura Co., they've given us some boxes to look at. They they have monthly subscription boxes. Oh, wow. I didn't even notice this box sitting right next to me this whole time. Yeah. Filled with, filled, filled with <laughs> snacks and treats and candies. We each got different boxes, too. We did, yeah. So we get to talk about both of them. The boxes that we're talking about are the upcoming ones. So if you like what we describe, you can go and get it yourself. So I got the Tokyo Treat box. Y'all listen to podcasts, you probably understand the subscription boxes that give you stuff monthly. Yeah. Tokyo Treat is a monthly pop Japanese snack subscription box. Uh, You get up to 20 of the latest exclusive limited edition seasonal flavor Japanese snacks only available in Japan for uh, limited times like uh, they list Sakura Pepsi. The uh, Japanese sake Kit Kats. Everyone, there's so many different Japanese Kit Kats. <laughs> this month, their theme is a Mount Fuji snack venture. So it's like a bunch of 
autumnal snacks from that region. Uh, so there was a Mount Fuji green tea cake, Ooh. a sweet potato cookie that was quite good. Uh, my favorite thing was was the crunky <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> yeah, I love the crunky. Really fun. That's such a fun name. Was it? What was it like? It when you sent me the picture, it looked like it was just like a kind of like a crunch bar. And the thing is that there's not really a crunch. It's very soft because it's oh. uh, cho- chocolate almond bites. I expected it to have that like solid almond crunch in the middle but it's not mm. there's also a uh like little diy candy kit uh, apparently these are popular on, on tiktok oh i can believe that there's a variety of kit kats since i was talking about kit kats but you know i'm all about that crunky if they want to send me a full box of just crunky i'll take it <laughs> just crunky all day the the best thing also <laughs> is that it comes with the the booklet so it'll explain <laughs> what all these things are when the packages are in japanese and it has like allergen oh, yeah. for you, which is very <laughs> useful which i'm sure you'll talk about on your end being allergic to peanuts oh, yeah <laughs> I got the Sakura Co. box. This month's theme was the wonders of Saitama. Like in the booklet that comes with it explains that Saitama City is like four separate towns that uh, eventually merge together to just become one bigger city. They have a variety of traditions and things that all blended together. And that's what a lot of these treats are. I should, I should also mention there's a lot of Mount Fuji stuff in my booklet as well. <laughs> if you want information about the location. The booklet is really cool because it explains like the different things they do in the city and like the like history of the handcrafted treats and stuff which mine came with a lot of like uh, baked goods both like sweet and savory one of them i gotta highlight is the daifuku which is soft gooey made with uh, beans and sugarcane mm-hmm. he has the genie power right? <laughs> yeah exactly when i was reading through the book i was like that's a guy i know that's a guy <laughs> how many snacks will we get that are just the names of one piece characters <laughs> specifically in the big mom family i think my favorite treat out of them was the black corinto which is some kind of like dough coated in black molasses and deep fried in rice oil oh, wow. and it's basically like a funnel cake nice and the nice thing that i was uh noticing with a lot of these treats it wasn't overload with like sugar and sweetness and stuff it was really nice like subtle flavor that i could mm-hmm. have like a couple and like sit with that was really nice something else is really cool is it came with some like ha- handmade chopsticks and then bookmark with like calligraphy on it which is really cool the booklet having all the allergens is nice because i do have uh, a peanut allergy so i was able to make sure and then sharing this with my girlfriend she's vegan so we could like look around and see what treats uh, I could share and which treats I could eat and go, oh man, this is so good. You're missing out (laughs) so much on how good this is. Oh, also, I guess we could mention that we we recorded a video of us going through our boxes. So we'll put that up on our Twitter if you want to go take a peek at that. Uh, If you, dear listener, want to try out either one of these boxes, you can do that with a special link and code that uh, also helps support our show. You can go to either team.tokyotreat.com slash watching one piece or team.sakurako slash watching one piece, respectively, for whichever box you want to try. And then use uh, code JoryJoe for $5 off your first box. Uh, we'll put those links in the code in the show notes as well for convenience for you. Yeah, and we'll, pro- we'll have them tweeted out as well with our box videos. and Yeah. Yeah, thank you to uh, Tokyo Treat and Sakura Co for sponsoring this. Uh, yeah, as part as part of Ichigo Inc., they do a bunch of these different kinds of things, and appreciate them supporting us and letting us try out their cool snacks. Because these are all things that, like, I, I see online. I'm like, oh, that'd be cool. And then mm-hmm. 
I'm always seeing Crunkies. <laughs> Just all, all day I dream of Crunky. Crunky rules everything around me. <laughs> I hope you can try some cool Pepsis in a, in a, in a future box. That's I'm I'm hoping for that. Yeah. I am the Pepsi guy. I gotta get some Pepsi. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, yeah. Go get yourself some crunkies or <laughs> some chopsticks. <laughs> now we'll now we'll go back to the rest of the episode that we normally do. <laughs> Unless you're a patron, in which case we're just gonna keep talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. So after the eye catch, uh, he just starts beating everybody up with his tree powers. Um, I yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> this is, he just whips everybody's ass. I think he's kind of interesting. I don't know how much there will be of him in the, you know, concluding arcs of, of One Piece because he's introduced so late. But he's got an interesting sort of personality about him. I think he's cool. He seems more fucked up and evil than Akinu. Yeah, and it's, he's like, because he talks about how he admires the extremity of Akainu's justice and he wants to be praised by him. But he's like bloodthirsty in a way that... <laughs> yeah. Akainu isn't. What was his his fucking the subtitles one was like showing his like body tattoo was like yes. double suicide extermination or some something, shit like that. Something like that. I'd have to look up, but I I double suicide is also what I remember. Uh but he sucks everybody dry. I think well one, I think there's an interesting parallel between like the beauty of nature and rebirth paired with this fucking guy. because uh, when he's walking to Wano at the end of the episode, he's leaving like a trail of flower fields. And I'm like, that's, you know, I think a neat contrast. <laughs> yeah. Now, so when he showed up the first time, he talked about not eating. And everyone was like, photosynthesis. We have our, <laughs> he has to be green. He seems to suck shit out of anything he stabs with his plant roots, including alcohol. So I'm like, oh, he just doesn't eat with his mouth. Okay, whatever. <laughs> he, he he drains queen. He turns. His queen gets sucked dry. <laughs> he He's like shriveled up. And as he's getting. Uh, just completely drained. He's going, I'm the guy who would never choose to be skinny on purpose. Yeah, pictures of all of the beast pirates sucked dry and be like, who's getting the best head? <laughs> God damn it. I'm not tweeting it, but you can think about it now. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I think that this is an interesting sort of thing for, again, power scalers as a slur to quote, uh, who, who said that in our Discord like a minute ago? Rock Lobster, yeah. And they're like, I use Power Sailor as a slur. But there, I, I think Oda is, is aware of th- the way to use certain characters as symbols of strength. We talked about it a bit with Jack. His main purpose was to show how strong uh, various people were <laughs> at different times. I don't yeah. feel like he had any other interiority, which is fine. You know, Shonen manga is this big. You kind of you gain a lot from having a character like that. I feel like having Ryo Kyugu show up and fight Queen and King lets you see him beating up some of the, like the people that we just spent like so long trying to fight with. with yeah. Uh, Luffy's two strongest guys. And I, I don't think it's like too egregious because um he is taking them out when they're uh, fucked up and not nearly at full power. Exactly, yeah. So, like, it it, it doesn't, it, it's a, it a wrestling thing. It doesn't bury a queen and king. And it also uh, shows us, oh, when uh, he's, he's probably not using his full strength either. Oh, no. Yeah, he's not, he's not fucking around, but also he's, uh, you know, he's, he's not a complete weakling. Which, there are some, uh, there are some people with admiral agendas out there. You know, we'll talk about it. Plenty more as as One Piece continues, but 
Uh, some people really stand for the admirals and think that they're like stronger than Yonkos, and eventually they won't be because Luffy's going to have to beat everybody, I guess. <laughs> eventually, and that's the thing about power matchup that I think One Piece is really good about too. Like there probably are people that Luffy couldn't beat just because they're bad matchups. Yeah, I mean, that's hockey what, like, changes that a bit, and now he's Nika. But I, I know that like. Pretty sure it was in our Discord where they're talking about like Crocodile just being kind of added too early, so it's it's kind of weird how Luffy's able to beat him, but he's still like really strong. I think that's what uh, works with like the powering in One Piece is to where Luffy well, probably this makes could, Luffy could smart. Yeah, it, Luffy it makes the fight more interesting because it's not that oh Luffy is stronger. It's Luffy figured out like the secret <laughs> to beating yeah, him. Ba- battle logic is a thing that I do kind of miss from pre-time schedules because hockey i think changes that a bit and i love the kaido stuff I've, I've been gushing about it for months now but uh there is something like luffy didn't really have to think of a way to beat kaido no <laughs> unless unless you count like oh this type of hockey that hits you from the inside yeah the anel thing is a little different because you're probably thinking the whole time like does that even work on luffy <laughs> and then you get to the point where it doesn't <laughs> and and it's that's that's fun. Like this thing is those two guys I still think are pretty strong and probably could still like Crocodile and El both, you know, Crocodile definitely come back. I know we hope. But I either way I'm like if they were to come back, I think they could hold their own. Like they could maybe fight Sanji or something. In terms of like or Jinbei, in terms of like how strong they are if you want to get into the, the power scale or headspace, which is dangerous. It's a bad road to go down. In terms of like uh, them still being pretty strong if they came back, but you have that other angle of like Luffy just getting lucky or thinking stuff around. And I some sometimes people are theorizing like, oh, maybe he had hockey the whole time. And it's like, no, I think that's <laughs> a dumber idea. <laughs> yes, talking a bit about that with uh, with the admirals, I guess especially that bring, bringing in the old heavy as as fodder for the new heavy. For, uh, for Green Bull, as some people call him. I don't know why he's the one where everyone wants to just say the English name. It's like him and... Uh, well, I, Dogstorm and Cat Viper are actually the, the preferred names. The other way around, I guess, with them, where people want to say the, the Japanese because it sounds more serious. And I'm like, they're not supposed to be serious. So <laughs> that's why I'm using Dogstorm and Cat Viper. I've had some people, when I talk about being excited for Anel in the card game, when I'm at Locals, They'd be like, his name is Inaru. Uh, I don't know why everyone uses the romanization in L for him and no one else. And I'm like, I don't know. Because that's what everything says. Yeah. I'm just reading. The cards say an L. Uh, but anyways, I am still excited about the Anel decks. I'm excited. A lot of the card reveals are exciting. Green, yellow, Yamato. Anyways, uh, the rest of the episode's basically a banquet. Yeah, big party the, time. Yeah, Luffy... But well, we also get a flashback where Luffy's like, Momo, don't tell anybody that I saved them because I don't want to be the hero. But then he's like, instead, the banquet leader. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, this guy knows how to party, whoever he is. <laughs> it's weird that he stretches. I heard the guy who saved us stretched, but whatever. I guess there's two guys that stretch. <laughs> there's two guys that are made of rubber. <laughs> and this one's not the other one. <laughs> yeah, so he doesn't want credit. He doesn't want to be the hero. Uh, he's like, everyone's waiting for you, Momo. This should be centered around you. Uh, which is a nice scene. Kid runs in to kill him, <laughs> just gets hugged instead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then a bunch of fireworks go off. And I do really like this scene, even if we're going to have to, you know, breeze past it, because it's, it's nice to sit in and appreciate, but not much to explain. But, you know, Hiogoro cries, and he's like, it's too easy for me to cry now that I'm old. Everything's beautiful. 
and uh, Toko asks if she can see the fireworks every year. Uh, Okiku's like, yeah, obviously everything's good forever now, which is a little ominous. <laughs> I'm like, is something bad going to happen eventually? Probably. There's a very quick cut of Kinemon back with his wife, which I like as uh, being included. I don't really need the full scene, but just, you know, it's nice to know that yeah. they got to, to see each other again. But Kid came here because of the Emperor news. And the narrator's like, a new era is here. The Emperors are buggy. Blackbeard, Shanks, and Luffy. And there's really nice scenes just sort of having them stand around. Uh, I think you see Buggy's by himself. Blackbeard, I think, is by himself. Shanks, you see his crew a bit. Scenes showing off uh, them. And uh, the end of the episode is uh, Ryukugyu uh, going to the capital. He's like, I'm going to take out Luffy. I'm going to take this young guy's head to get praise from, from Daddy Sakazuki. And, of course, he is leaving the Field of Flowers, which is nice to see in Wano also, like, yeah. because it's been so bare and it's a really nice visual, but having it paired with this bloodthirsty Evil. monster coming to, uh, to kill Luffy. Will he succeed? Will Luffy have to punch him in the head? We'll have to see. What will the power scalers get out of this? <laughs> but, yeah, I think that, I mean, that's it. That's the episode. We'll, we'll do our uh, plugs and... Uh, uh, the predictions, as always, at, at the end, Jory will. But yeah, this is, um, I think it's a good episode. Yeah. A good mix. Like, I, I miss all of the casual, fun people just hanging out, being weirdos together stuff. Uh, but you do get a mix of that and also stuff being, like, set up and continued plot-wise. Good balance. Yeah, get a little bit of both, which is nice. It's, uh, I'm glad everyone in Wano can be happy for the first time in 20 years. <laughs> Yeah, and they get to eat however much they want, which is the thing that Luffy wanted. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we'll uh, we'll do some plugs for uh, yourself on the podcast here, and then um, r- wrap up with Jory's predictions as always. So stick around for that. Uh, Jory, where can people find you on the internet if they want to do that? Uh, you can find me anywhere uh, as Noam Jory. I got Twitter. I've got letterboxed. I got backlogged where I posted stuff about Baldur's Gate because I beat that recently. Game could have used uh, an end party like uh, One Piece has. It has one after the first act, but then uh, they just never do it again. Yeah, it's it's frustrating because the uh, the whole the like at the end of the first act is like wow this feels really good, and then at the end of the game it's like after spending fucking. 100 hours with all the characters, you get a couple lines of dialogue relevant to the personal quest, and then the credits roll. It's like, oh, I don't get to, like, say goodbye to these people I've formed lifelong bonds with in this harrowing journey we have been through. Like, imagine if Lord of the Rings... Like, one of the things that makes the end of Lord of the Rings really good is, like, when all the hobbits are back at the Shire, and, like, mm-hmm. there's, like, hanging out, and they, they can... You they, need eight <laughs> endings after how much shit happened. No, no one around them knows what they went through, but they all understand what each other went through, and they're changed for it. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't get that with Baldur's Gate, which is frustrating, but still DLC, a good game. DLC for just a party. <laughs> you can see uh, what I got going on if you, if you look up that name. There's a chance that maybe, you, I don't know, I... I'm on TikTok, I don't know that name, but I don't use TikTok very much, so maybe don't follow that one if you, like, want jewelry updates. (laughs) Yeah, you start posting updates, I'm at home. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's going on. Uh, Like the uh, Pepito, the cat, but with jewelry updates. (laughs) Yeah, jewelry is home, jewelry is out. (laughs) 
Look, I'd follow that 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 thread, that account. So I, I mean, not on TikTok because fuck that. But what about you? Yeah, I'm on Twitter. I guess at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J O. You know, if you're in Florida, you probably have already heard me say that uh, I'm gonna be there for like a split second for a screening of uh, the documentary that I made in a uh, Orlando Film Festival. There are other screenings that I won't be at. So I'll be there for the Saturday screening at Orlando, and then there's a Sunday screening, and then there's a couple in Sarasota the following week. I don't remember the exact dates that Sarasota's festivals are, but I tweeted them. So if you want to find it, if you're in the central to south Florida area um, and you care about this either because you want to see a documentary about a musician you've never heard of or <laughs> because I'm telling you to, it's out there. You can do it, and then eventually it'll be out you know, online and available in general. Don't have a time frame, but it'll happen. So there's that. Uh, that's really all I have going on to to plug for myself. I'm also Ghost of Joe on other social media sites that I use, uh, Blue Ski and Threads, which sucks. And I mean, Twitter sucks, but you know, in a different way. <laughs> and what is it? Uh, Instagram, which I also post stuff. All of that, I guess. I'm, just, I'm playing. I'm playing Spider Man. I'm I'm alternating Ooh. between watching all of Martin Scorsese's movies and playing Spider Man as a uh, God intended. Hey, you've also been watching uh, Halloween. Yes, true. I did. I mean, I'm not. I I changed the name on my uh, <laughs> it's, uh, fucking letterbox. I I actually don't want anyone to find it anymore. But I did list all of the Halloween movies which I watched this month. I you know what? That's that's my plug. My plug is that uh, so Halloween Resurrection is probably the worst one they fucking made. <laughs> yeah, it sucks dog ass. But there's a version. There's an alternate cut that's just. The like shitty digital low like the plot of the movies that they're all like wearing cameras doing this like haunted house thing. There's Fuck, a version of the movie that that's just insane. just the like webcam footage around the house and, and like the cameras that they're wearing. It's like three times as good. And like no one's heard about it. It was a DVD extra. I'm like, they should this should have been the whole movie. If they should have just done the whole thing lo-fi weird like this. So that's my plug is the webcam special. Of Halloween Resurrection. Also, just uh, <laughs> Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, which is unfairly maligned in a masterpiece. Uh, shout out to Rob Zombie. Come on the podcast. You think Rob Zombie likes One Piece? I, I, there's a non zero chance that Robert Zombie likes One Piece, genuinely. I think so. L- they should have put him in Thriller Bark or something. <laughs> uh, let him do a concert with Brooke. <laughs> L- let him do a One Piece movie. He'll put his wife in it. Who, who, would, uh, sh- who would Sherry Moon Zombie play? Great question. I mean, uh, hot lady. That's the thing about, like, he just is like, let me just make movies about my wife being hot and perfect. That's what he does. That's why the monsters is good. But uh, I don't know. I Who, I, I mean, put them in the One Piece live action, who would they play? I My first thought for him, like, let, let him play Kaido. I don't care. Let's do it. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. I, he I don't think he acts, though. No, not really. And also, he uh, he does not have the voice to be a Kaido. I was watching the um, Vice thing that they put out recently on John Carpenter, because they have like that mm. short director series, and when he was on, my girlfriend was surprised that that was Rob Zombie, because his voice is like, it's not as deep as you expect Rob Zombie's voice to be. <laughs> well, also like based on like the music he's put out. Yeah, he just kind of sounds like a guy who likes buying comic books and going to the movies. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's basically the vibe I get from him. But I think he could do a voice. Is the thing is, I think he could oh, if yeah. he if he wanted to. Again, based on like the two songs <laughs> I've heard, I'm like, yeah, 
He could play Brooke. <laughs> just do, he could just do the voice of Brooke. Because he could sound like a completely normal guy, but also he could do Dragula. <laughs> I want Brooke to sing Dragula. Yeah, we need that. So that was our pitch. I think that's it. So let's do some plugs for the for the podcast. We have a Twitter. Uh, we are watching OP, where you can look at, you know, we retweet art and jokes. And sometimes we post our own, our, uh, we don't post our own art, but we post jokes and screenshots and stuff because we, uh, we do watch One Piece. We are watching One Piece. By the time this is in the public feed, we'll also have tweeted out a video of a of, the, of our little boxes we got. If you remember our ad break we did 20 minutes ago, uh, we got some some boxes of, of Japanese snacks. You can go check that out up there on our Twitter. Um, and just we know one more reminder that uh, you can go to team.tokyotreat.com slash watching one piece or team.sakura.co slash watching one piece and uh, you get your $5 off your first Tokyo Treat or Sakura Co. box using code Jory Joe. That's J-O-R-Y-J-O in all caps. And it supports the show, and you get some cool Japanese snacks that we talked about. We'll, probably, we'll keep plugging that at the end of these episodes, as long as the uh, partnership lasts. But the, the longer extended ad break will only be like once a month, where we <laughs> yeah. talk about the boxes. So, um, you know, just a you know, reminder there. We also have, we are watching OP on Blue Sky and haven't posted anything there yet. But, it, it, you know, in case Twitter goes down, we're there. Join our Discord. There's a link in the show notes and uh, in our Twitter bio as well. Come talk about uh, the manga, the anime, the podcast, the card game, and anything else you want, really. There's a, there's a video game channel. There's a lot of video games that just came out. And by that, I mean, what, two? <laughs> two, three? I feel like there's a third one I'm forgetting, because I know it's Mario and Spider-Man, but... Uh. Alan Wake 2 comes out in a couple days. What else do we... Is there anything else to plug? Oh, Patreon. Yeah, we got Patreon. Which, is uh, it your turn? It is. If you, okay. It's uh, patreon.com slash... What is the actual page? I, I always forget the I think it's page. We Are Watching OP. Yeah, patreon.com slash we are watching OP. Uh, get episodes early. Get our monthly Patreon bonuses. Uh, for a little bit, you'll get ad-free episodes yeah for any of the episodes where we do the longer extended thing describing the boxes we're taking those out for patrons so yeah but also you get your name shouted out so thank you to our patrons for uh this week uh thanks to a to z couple hey it's me gang bj thanks for listening to this year podcast inside of me tell me where are you all <laughs> 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 the poor guy, the poor guy got back. <laughs> Adam B, Adam W, Alex, Ollie, Anton, Becca, Blue Sunrise, Brittany, Cappy, Captain Mocha, Chad, Chance, Connor, Dame Dalla, Damien, David A, David D, Deus Aquis, Eric V, Fig, Forrest, Fooney, Gage, Glenn, Gordon, Heidi, Jay Harkins, Jacob, Jiminy's Journal, Joe, Jominy, John Tin, Josh, Junesong91, Caitlin, Cat, Ken, King, Mr. Mew, Kyle, Lena, Lucas, Luke, Maddie, Maggie, Magtwe, Sarah, Mallory, Martha, Mick Foley, 299, Milo, Morgan, my buddy, Nicholas, Nick, Peter, Phoenix, Ryu, Raish, Riley, Rodsters, Roger D, Ryan, Scride, Snowy Scales, Space Jockey, Spandance, Stephen D, Stephen R, Taniel, The Cat Fangs, The Lost Crab Rangoon, Tony, Trey, 
the take verdigree we are er, listening to we are watching one piece ya boy and we are stealing no i'm jory's name you you, <laughs> you won't succeed this is gonna be you are trying <laughs> this is a this is a heist movie that will end in failure it's gonna be like uh what's the what's the bruce willis movie where they all get like blasted robbing a bank at the beginning of the movie and then at the end of the movie you find out that uh they were able to escape and flee to south america it's gonna it's gonna be uh like that except uh you you don't get to escape you just get arrested and go to jail <laughs> you, you just yeah you go to jail forever <laughs> yeah can hang out with Belmere. yeah thank you everybody for supporting us on patreon and anyone who supports us by getting some sick treats some sick snacks and you can join that list uh of patrons for just a dollar a month and if you never joined there's a great backlog of bonus episodes we did cover the live action over there so if you want our uh, thoughts yeah. on live actions we played a bunch of one piece games we might play the card games for november or pile together some shorts or something we haven't made up our mind yet so uh also thank you for listening thanks again to our sponsor uh jory it's time for you to predict what happens Next time, I don't know. Maybe it's about Ryu Kugyu. So, what do you think? How are they going to deal with that asshole? He's gonna he's gonna start marching into town. He's he's coming after Luffy and friends. There's gonna be it, it, you think a fight's gonna break out. He's gonna Luffy's gonna trip him. He's gonna stick his leg out really far and trip him. And when he like face plants and hits the ground, it causes like a giant forest to sprout up. And then then he loses them, and uh, they're all able to get away before they have to fight him, postponing the confrontation for a later date. Mm, that's pretty smart. That's pretty good. Luffy doesn't even know he did it accidentally. He just yeah. <laughs> he just stretched out. He's like he, a, he's he, he's trying to do the. Uh, I'm sure you've seen the weird John Lennon walk picture. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing that, but he, like, stretches his leg out really far. Yeah, if anyone wants to do that with Nika, that'd be fucking <laughs> No, he was just, he was just like, stretching, and someone's like, oh, big stretch, like he's a cat. <laughs> and he accidentally fucking kills Ryo Kyugyu. Feels like, you know, only you can prevent forest fires, but with this guy, <laughs> maybe just get Keenamon out there and uh, <laughs> box fire his ass. Uh, or, you know, Ace. It's a shame Ace is dead. Where's, uh, and it's a shame Sabo's, isn't he dead? I don't know what happened. <laughs> Sabo is, is, uh, out of the picture for however long. <laughs> He's off screen not having a great time. <laughs> we will see you next time, next week. Uh, actually, no, we're not. We're taking a break next week. Shit. Uh, cause I'm gonna be out of town in Orlando. So we're taking a break next week. Uh, we asked, I think our, we asked our patrons, uh, what they would prefer. So we're just gonna be back the following week and we're going to cover two episodes at the, at the same time so a, a little bit to our, our old ways we're going to talk two episodes in two weeks and then from there we'll be back i remembered at the last second <laughs> that we're taking a break uh we'll see you in two weeks talking about uh whatever happens to ryu kyukyu but until then to be continued On Tubi. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Can we get sponsored by Tubi? Goddamn. <laughs>